This podcast episode was recorded live by Oncology Data Advisor and Convey Med at the 2022 ASH Annual Meeting in New Orleans. Welcome to Oncology Data Advisor. Today we're here at the ASH Annual Meeting with Dr. Armin Gobadi from Washington University in St. Louis. Thank you so much for being here. Oh, thanks for having me here. Great. Would you like to tell us a little bit about yourself and about your research? I'm uh, Armin Gobadi. I'm an oncologist, associate professor at uh, Washington University in St. Louis, the Department of Medicine Division of uh, Oncology. Uh, And I'm a clinical director of Center for Gene and Cellular Immunotherapy over there. Uh, My main area of clinical translational research is cell therapy for heme malignancies. Great. Um, And I believe you have a study here on the Zuma 7 trial? Yeah. Uh, So Zuma 7... just a brief background about Zuma 7. Mm-hmm. Zuma 7 was a randomized phase three trial to answer a specific question uh, of uh, what's the best second line treatment for patients with primary refractory diffused RB cell lymphoma. At the time of uh, design of the study, the patient had the primary refractory DLBCL were left within 12 months. The standard of care was getting chemotherapy followed by autologous transplant. Uh, so the study was designed to answer the question if CAR-T axis specifically over there is better than chemo followed by autologous transplant, yes or no. And as we know, the result of that was positive. Primary endpoint was event-free survival, and axis in that setting was significantly better than chemo followed by autologous transplant. So this study that we are presenting uh, today uh, looked at the subsequent treatment in Zuma 7 after the second line, basically in a like setting. Um, as an oncologist, when you, right now we know that based on the result of Zuma 7, axis is approved in a second line setting. So if the patient has a primary refractory disease or relapsing within 12 months, they get axis cell or lysosel is approved in this scenario as well. And when they get second line setting CAR, uh, if they don't respond or relapse within 12 months, what to do? What's going to happen if you give them, you know, any lines of therapy at that time? So we wanted to look at that specific question in this study. We looked at uh, third-line treatment, treatment after axis cell or after a standard of care chemo and transplant in both arm of axis cell and transplant in the Zuma 7 arm. And specifically, these are the results, the main result that we had. Uh, Zuma 7 obviously was not designed to look at the third-line setting. This is mainly, mainly descriptive. Uh, but uh, I think inf- informative data. Uh, one, when you look at the second line axis cell, the axis cell arm versus patient get chemo and if they don't respond, chemo get CAR, uh, the outcome of a patient that they need CAR it seems better when you get it earlier. Mm-hmm. One. Two, uh, if the patients get axis cell and don't respond to relapse rate, it's still given cell therapy followed by transplant it still is a viable option for those patients. If the patient gets caught in the second line and they don't respond to relapse later, using a different type of chemoimmunotherapy, and if they respond, they are chemosensitive, consolidated with the transplant, specifically autologous transplant, is a viable, effective option for those patients. Great. Thanks so much for sharing. Um, okay. Anything else you'd like to share about um, either your research here or the other research in this field that you've seen this weekend? Um, you know, there's been uh, several interesting uh, interesting presentations. There is, I know, we have another actually, uh, another abstract that looked at 
specifically how we can augment the function of the car after car infusions. So that, that's, uh, that's the process that we looked at, you know, just a little bit of a background. So when you get the car, give a car to your patients, the expansion of the car, expansion of a car is, is, a, is an important factor in terms of uh, uh, efficacy and duration of response. So patients that they usually go to remission or they are prolonged survival, they have a robust expansion of the car. In this study, we said, what about giving a booster to um, mm-hmm. CAR-T after they get the car? And uh, basically, there's, um, there's a, a, a growth factor for a T-cell, it's called IL-7, and just a long-acting form of it, it's called NTI-7. We gave that three weeks after getting a car to our patients, and we saw a significant expansion of a CAR-T after injection of that NTI-7. So it's early on, uh, but that's, that's promising. We're hopeful that we can bring it early on, uh, earlier post-car, we can uh, and go higher in the term of dose. We have not seen any toxicity, and um, with the goal of um, helping CAR T cells to proliferate, proliferate better, expand better, and uh, hopefully more patients go to CR and stay in CR. Awesome, that's really exciting. So Good. thanks for thank talking about this. It'll be really exciting to see you know how the how the research continues to play out in the future. All right, thank you. Thank you for listening to this podcast recorded live at the 2022 ASH annual meeting by Oncology Data Advisor and Convey Med. For more expert perspectives on the latest in cancer research and treatment, be sure to subscribe to the podcast at conveymed.io and oncdata.com. Don't forget to follow us on social media for news, exclusive interviews, and more.